game. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Wanna suplex cats, give them belly to bats. Rock bottom, tombstone, and a sunset flip. So I need you to teach me that. No way. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Hear the crowd go wild when I win the strap. Boom, soft, sharpshooter, and a F5-2. So I need you to teach me that. Okay, before we started uh, recording, I asked Don to come up with um, what WAP, W-A-P, means in wrestling terms. I'll start. Um, Weak-ass plancha. Weak-ass plancha? Yeah. I like that, actually. I, I like that. I came up with whack-ass putan pie. Uh, I came up with uh, whack-ass pedigree. I also thought of Walter as penis, but I'm afraid that might get me killed by Walter. Well, I mean, he's not going to be coming out to Chicago for a while, you know, because of car reasons, probably. <laughs> oh, 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 damn. Yeah, that's right. Um, fuck. I, I, you know, I thought I would have more. Do you have anything else? Uh, it, you know, no, not really. I, it's, it's WAP is such a weird, you know, three it's a weird acronym. Variation. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, just, you can only like especially with that P, you can only make things so like specific to it. Like um, wrestling, wrestling as punk. Wrestling as punk. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's not bad. But anyways, welcome to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling podcast. I am Matt. I'm Don. Um, when did we, we did a podcast. We only did one last week, right? We only did one last week. It was kind of a hectic week for both you and I. So. Yeah, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we're we're gonna try to do two. We're trying to do two as much as we can. Honestly, we're not gonna. We're not perfect. Obviously, this this podcast is a disaster. So the name is very apropos. Um, but we are gonna try to do two. And our first one of the week, um, is going to be about. Uh, the 2016 Royal Rumble, uh, yeah. and so we're gonna we're obviously gonna do our uh, news and stuff on Tuesday. But I saw something interesting like a couple hours ago. I don't know if you saw it too. Um, did you see why? Uh, well, I mean, you could take whatever Meltzer says with a grain of salt. But did you see that he said he found out why McMahon doesn't like two names? Um, I did not read it yet. So. I'm not going to read it all because it's kind of wordy and it's Meltzer. Um, but, okay, so recently Baba Tunda uh, debuted on Raw Underground, correct? Correct. And then he got renamed recently to Daba Kato. Yes. And the reason why they changed his name for that one is mostly for trademark purposes because they can't own his name because he's Polish Nigerian. So it's really harder to name him or to keep his name. You know, so they had to go with trade. They had to change it for their own trademark reasons. But um, he used Alexander Rusev, uh, he meaning uh, Meltzer, Alexander Rusev and Antonio Cesaro as um, as examples. So he basically says Vince in a meeting uses the logic of like, okay, well, if we call Alexander Rusev, people are gonna start calling him Alex, and Alex is not a good name for a heel. And then they say the same thing with Cesaro. And he said, if he becomes a heel, people are going to start calling him Tony. And Tony is not a heel name. Yeah. Like, that's it's, it. It's a literal reason. No other reason, but... Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, 
you know, you do have commentators to push the proper names that you want them to be called. And even then, like in the na- in like in wrestling, unless I don't know, like I I feel that we always go for going by the last name first. Like even before he was Alexander Rusev, people were still calling him Rusev. Even yeah. before Antonio Cesaro, people were calling him Cesaro. You know, it's like uh, Jake Roberts. People usually call him. I mean, like you know, Jake is more of a more of a first name than Roberts, but you know, well, in some, here's some cases here's, like that. Here's the thing: like nobody calls Jake Roberts Jake Roberts. It's always Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, that too. Or do you mean just Jake the Snake? Yeah, Jake the Snake. But he, like, like he didn't even like he didn't change his name to be just Jake the Snake. He kept Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. It's like Ted DiBiase. Nobody really thinks of him as Ted DiBiase. They think of him as the Million Dollar Man. Or just DiBiase. Yeah. Because there's only one DiBiase. It's the same thing for Cesaro. It's like you could still just call him Cesaro, but just to give him more credibility, I think, mm-hmm. calling him Antonio Cesaro just kind of gives it a more athletic feel to it. Yeah. Like there are some people that are like share, you know, that are the share of wrestling that they only need one name. Like Farouk, you know, Farouk did have two names at one point, but just you know, calling him Farouk or even just like Bradshaw, that worked, but... Uh, a lot. It's just usually better to give them two names or three names if you want. First, middle, and last. But I thought that I was mean, interesting. You don't like, for example, for example, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh yeah, and that the only reason that got shortened was because you know he turned heat. Well, I mean he was already heel, but like he was turning. Uh, he was given a new attitude. He wasn't just the blue blood. He yeah. was, you know, part of the anti-establishment, anti-authority, DX. So it made sense. So I don't know. That logic is just weird. And again, it's something that feels more new within the past, like, 10 years than anything. Because, like I said, like, like I've said this before, like, there are plenty of people who have two to three names in wrestling. Like Ted DiBiase, Bret Hart, Jim DeAnvil Neidhart, and stuff like that, you know. Okay, for example, Big E... Biggie Langston. Last is last name. Yeah, you could have still just call him Biggie, but you could have kept Langston in there. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for Vince uh, to just get rid of Shinsuke and Shinsuke Nakamura. No, I don't see that. Because you could just call him Nakamura, yeah. But I mean, it's just Shinsuke Nakamura it sounds like a whole lot better, I guess. Actually, you know what? To be fair, that's true. I don't, I don't know why they don't just drop the Shinsuke. Yeah. That's a good point. But I don't know. Uh, Vinny, weird. Add, um, that to, add that to your list of why McMahon is weird. Up next to fucking finding vomit apparently hilarious and not sneezing. He's gonna puke. And only getting three hours of sleep a night. He's, you would think he's fucking Batman. I mean, he probably sucks the blood of, you know, innocence. No, no. You can tell he's age. I mean, yeah, you can tell he's age pretty much. He very much looks like a grandpa. He looks like a jack grandpa, but he looks like a grandpa nonetheless. Um, other real quick news. Teddy Hart has been arrested and serving jail time. Again? Yes. Wasn't he arrested, like, at the beginning of the lockdowns and stuff? He was. So, yeah. he was arrested... He was booked on September 10th, was found guilty of being in possession of a Schedule 3 narcotic, and was fined $21 in court costs not for not 
carrying his driver's license or registration. He was also fined $61 for failing to use lights with wipers. Charges were dropped for possession of marijuana and for improperly mounted license plates due to not having sufficient evidence to pursue those charges. I've never heard of the whole wipers without lights being actually enforced. I mean, I know it's a rule, but I've never actually heard anybody actually get in trouble for it. <laughs> of course it would happen to Teddy Hart. Oh, Teddy. I mean, um, it is Rich Richmond, Virginia, so... Ugh. I mean, all you had to say was Virginia. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, oh, one more piece of uh, fucking weird-ass, you know, wrestler news. Um, did you hear that... So this is last week, and I don't remember... I don't, we didn't touch on it, but... Remember when uh, Marty Jannetty low-key admitted that he might have killed somebody? Yeah. So apparently uh, he was interviewed the, by the police, and I don't remember if he told the police this or if he posted it about it, but uh, he said that his quote-unquote confession was an angle for a wrestling storyline. Yeah. Like, is, is Jannetty even in wrestling in any capacity? Not really, no. Like, how, so like okay, Jannetty, like, what storyline... Who are you working with? Who are you gonna work with? Like, and what's the payoff here? Like, and I'm not even asking that as a wrestling fan. Like, I think any detective would be like, "All right, cool. So, what's the? How's the story gonna end? What? Oh, yeah, how's the story gonna end? Uh, uh, like, like I think that was. Oh my god. Hey, you can see why you can see why he didn't succeed compared to fucking Michael. Yeah, you know the people at Dark Side of the Wrestling is just like. Thank Ooh. you. Thank you. We have our third and fourth season. Motherfucker, we have our third and fourth season. Sorry. Between Teddy Hart and between Teddy Hart and Marty Jannetty, they're just like, uh, we're rolling in the gold now. I know, it's just like we'll never be canceled. I mean speaking they will, other, but we'll never be canceled. Speaking of other weird ass news, did you hear about Jack Evans? Um Did he get hurt? He had, so, Twitter users were kind of causing up a storm saying Jack Evans was a heroin user. What? Yeah. He, they were saying left and right that he was a heroin addict. And uh, Evans, you know, had to tweet. It, had, it has come to my attention that people think I have a heroin addiction. So I'm here to tell you no. I do not actually have a heroin addiction. I just really, really like it. <laughs> no, what did he say? This is just that he didn't have one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. I mean, uh, not that I, I'm like I didn't know he did heroin. So I didn't know that people thought he did heroin. I don't know where people would get that idea from. Like, it's because he lives in Mexico, probably. No, no offense to no offense to you know to my people or anything, but like. When you're in Mexico, you kind of do have, you know, a tendency to do a lot of drugs sometimes, especially if you're young and a wrestler. You say this on the eve of Mexican Independence Day. <laughs> Viva la raza. Viva la raza, indeed. Um, no, but he did suffer a hairline, a hairline jaw fracture and is currently not cleared to return. But it's just so weird that people would, like, like accuse him of heroin addiction yeah that's a weird one yeah 
He's, you know what? I'm surprised, and not to be mean or anything, but I'm surprised really, like, he is not like Teddy Hart at all in that, like, you know, he worked a lot of, a lot of, like, independence wrestling, you know, uh, Mexican wrestling promotions and stuff like that. And, like, a lot of the Americans, well, I mean, he's not Mexican, he's Colombian, Argentinian, something I think he's uh, Colombian. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the, the ones that aren't from there that always that that wrestle in Mexico and that like do the lower independence in the states, they usually are have some sort of trouble, or like they're usually not the greatest people. And Jackovin seems like he's kind of up on, up on the up and up. Yeah. Like I've I've been following him since fuck me. I've been following him since uh, like yeah, like I said, like AAA and even uh, do you remember Wrestling Society X? Yes, I do. He was in Wrestling Society X too, and that's where I really remember him. Um, hold on, pause real quick. All right. But yeah, like he's, I mean, I remember him in Wrestle Society X, and like he's always been, been good shit. like he always seems like he's been an up and up. He's what they call good shit. Um, and the same with Ange- and, and Haliko. Like I didn't, I wasn't really too familiar with him, but I really liked him as a tag team, and I wish the whole like Corona thing didn't slow them down. Because I think, like, you know, they'd be great tag team champions at some point. I've always, like, I don't know. I just want to see, especially Jack Evans, I just want to see him on a bigger stage getting the props that he deserves. Now, there's also, so there's an interesting report that came out recently about how both AEW and WWE test for COVID-19. Did you read about this yet or no? About Booker? Yeah, about Booker's. No, it's it's Booker. Booker's. No, testing for COVID nineteen. How they how both companies test. Oh, okay. No, I didn't so, hear about it. Okay, this is coming from Wrestling Inc. Um, WWE instructs their talents to head to a parking garage the day before testing, where they receive a nasal swab in their car. In their car, and then they are instructed, you know, to wait to wait to receive further instructions on their results, which usually take anywhere for up to 24 hours yeah um aew takes their people to an off-site facility and has um basically blood tested you know which comes back in like 10 15 minutes yeah so it's just kind of interesting yeah uh i mean it's probably up to like whatever uh, resources that they have uh, because like there's a lot of st- it also, I think it also depends on the county that they're working with too. Because there are some counties that obviously testing faster or not. And again, like everything is still so new, so it doesn't necessarily um, mean that if you get a faster test that you know you're going to get more accurate results. Like you know, there's still large um, uh, like margins of error for positive and negative tests. Like, uh, do you listen to Vegan Abattoir? Do I listen to what now? Vegan Abattoir? No, I've never heard of it. So it's uh, Kevin Smith's podcast with uh, Harley Quinn, his daughter. And so they talk about veganism and shit like that. And I guess his daughter tested positive um, for COVID. And then because they went to like an urgent care and they paid like a premium to get like a 20 minute test. And so she Mm -hmm. tested positive, but then like she tested like two, three more times. And they were like, oh no, like you don't have it. Like the other one was just, it was a false positive. So she had to call the urgent care and be like, oh, you guys have, you know, you guys, there was a false positive. Like, I didn't actually have it. 
and they tried telling her like no that's impossible like all of our tests are 100 percent accurate and like she had to talk to a couple doctors who were like that isn't there is no way in hell that there is a test that is 100 percent accurate um like no matter if you get it in time 10 minutes two minutes five minutes two days three days five days like it's it is what it is you know so i mean again it's so it's, it's all dependent on what the resources that they that they have with them and the counties that they're working in but i mean as long as everybody's getting tested i think that's what's most important did you, see, did you see that Booker T tested positive? Yeah, that's crazy. So apparently he tested positive back in June, but he didn't get he didn't get his test results from the CDC until yesterday. That's crazy. And so like luckily he said that he had already like he had the you know the symptoms for like two weeks, he lost his taste, he lost his sense of smell, he had a headache and stuff like that. So it was nothing like really bad for him. And, you know, thankfully he has a healthy immune system but you know luckily he said that he already knew what to look out for so like you know it didn't spread to his whole family like it did for you know some other people like the rock and stuff like that and like you know uh luckily he's still here with us and all of everybody that's uh you know that still made it through is still with us but uh, yeah i thought that was crazy especially the timeline for how long it took him for him to get his test results back yeah i mean literally literally waiting Three months? Yeah. To get your results? That's fucking ridiculous. Have you gotten tested? What was that? Have you gotten tested at all? Sure. And then, like, how long did it take? Because then I'm like, and I obviously don't live in Chicago. You guys remember, I live in, all the way in, uh, in California and Donald's in fucking Illinois. So, like, our states are handling things a little bit different than each other. Um, 48 like, hours. Long... For you? Yep. Oh, wow. I've been getting mine in like less than 24. Really? No, so, and, I, like, like, and like I have a like, I have a really like, no, I wouldn't say weird ethos about it, but like I just make sure like, especially since I, I work in the general public and so does Donald now, like I'm, I get tested at least twice a month. Like no less than twice a month because like I don't want to risk anything. I kind of like food and I kind of like tasting and breathing. I do enjoy the taste of food and breathing. But that's, yeah, that's insane, dude. I didn't know it was, I, I, can't ima- I can't imagine what my anxiety would be like if I had to wait two days for my fucking test. It sucks. It kind of does suck. And, like, how many, like, dirty-ass customers I'd be cursing under my breath? Well, like, so here's the thing is we can, so we can get rapid testing as well. It just costs money. Oh, totally, yeah. Whereas the uh, other one is free. Yeah, I saw the cheapest out here for uh, rapid COVID test is like $150. Yeah. Which I don't think anything should, like if the, I don't think any of those tests should be, I mean, I get companies have to make a profit, but this is a fucking global pandemic. This is probably a story for another podcast. Because like, I don't think, I don't think testing for a disease that's, or sorry, for a virus that's literally wiping out 2% of the population should be, you know, charged. Yeah, but as the kids say, Donald, we live in a society. That's a meme from like two months ago. I'm old, I know. That was two months ago? It was like five years. 
it might have been three months ago. I have no idea. I barely know what time it is sometimes. If, bro, if I wasn't going to school right now, I probably wouldn't know what time it is. Time is just a construct. Well, yeah, but you still have to follow it, unfortunately. Um, Anyways, um, that's about enough news for today. Um, yeah. Let's go into uh, the pay-per-view. Um, let's let's oh, go to the Wayback yeah, way Machine. Can you please explain to me why the fuck we're covering Royal Rumble 2016? Uh, so... This motherfucker literally hit me up and he's like, <laughs> we're going to do Royal Rumble 2016. We're going to talk about it. I'm like, okay, bro, like, first off, why? Second off, it's not January. Third off, why? I was so yesterday. I was at my girlfriend's house, and she was she was working on her computer, and I was. Just you heard that like, right, late. You heard that right, gentlemen. He's taken. <laughs> I I was like I was just chilling in the living room watching TV, and I was going on YouTube, and WWE had just posted like the Royal Rumble from 2016. Like the like the match or the whole pay per view. Like the whole like the whole match. Okay the whole match and i was just like i was like that's so weird and random why would they post it up and so i started watching it and as i'm starting to watch this as i'm starting to watch this whole thing unfold i'm like damn a lot of these people in this royal rumble aren't with wwe anymore yeah like we're not just and we're not just talking about like the mat, the Royal Rumble match. We're talking about the card in general, like that. Yeah. That whole everybody on that card or work that pay per view are like in are not in WWE or just in, you know very little of them are not in wrestling. A lot of them are not in wrestling anymore, or you know they're with they're with a different organization in Florida or Canada. Oh, Canada. Or the, or the Mid East in in America, Middle East, America, modern East. I don't fucking know. What do we call the East you mean, Coast? You mean yeah, the East Coast. So what do we what do we call fucking Philly? Just the East Coast? Is there? I don't fucking know. I only I only worry about the West Coast. Hang on one second. Now, also, what's kind of interesting about this is, uh, so there are several names that are no longer with. WWE and kind of moved on to different organizations are kind of left entirely. But this also took place in the in the Amway Center, which was which is now currently the WWE Thunderdome. Oh yeah. Maybe that's why they put it up. They're like, hey, look where we have this pay-per-view. Remember when we had fans in this arena? Let's look back at it. And so Actually I don't remember this one being all that bad of a of a pay-per-view. Or at least the Rumble match. At least I don't really remember the rest of the pay-per-view. The the Rumble match itself was amazing because you had you had a really su- big good big 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 surprise debut. Uh, and uh, yeah. So, so uh, let's look at real quick who we had at least as far as like on-screen personalities. So for the pre-show, you had Renee Young, Booker T, Jerry Lawler, and Corey Graves. So everybody but Renee Young is with WWE still. And just Corey Graves works SmackDown. Booker T and Jerry Lawler are obviously on Legends contracts. Uh, for the commentators for the pay-per-view itself, we have Michael Cole, Corey Graves, Byron Saxton, and JBL. And everybody there is still pretty much there. And then for ring announcers, we had Lillian Garcia and Eden Styles. Why does that name sound familiar? 
because um, that is um, AJ Styles. Um, AJ Styles. Wife. AJ okay. Styles' wife. That's Joy Styles' wife. I'm sorry. Joy no, wife. Uh, that's um, that's Brandy Rhodes. But you know, she wasn't necessarily a Rhodes, or she was, but she wasn't going by the Rhodes name. She was going by Eden Styles. This is before she was the chief brand officer of AEW. So, and Lillian Garcia is also not with WWE anymore. She does come and do uh, little things here and there, but she's off doing her own thing. She, I know she's singing. I think she still sings. And she obviously has her podcast too, um, which also, I heard I, is actually pretty good. I don't think Carlos Cabrera is with WWE anymore. Uh, no. Yeah, Carlos Cabrera isn't. Marcelo Rodriguez is though. Yeah. Yeah, his last. So he it doesn't say exactly when he left, but I don't think Carlos Cabrera is there anymore. No, I believe he. I, I think he was one of the ones that was let go like a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, uh, you're leading this one, so we'll go ahead and please lead us through. So on our pre-show, you had the Dudley Boys. You had the Dudley Boys, Jack Swagger, Mark Henry, Damien Sandow, Darren Young and the Ascension, who competed in a four-way tag match in which the winners would qualify for the Royal Rumble match. So, uh, at the end of the match itself, I think it was Swagger and Mark Henry who won. Yep. Yeah, with an ankle luck. And which is kind of crazy because, you know, you think of uh, you, you think of Jack Swagger and you think of Pretty much, you know, yeah. So he's part of the inner circle now. Mark Henry's retired at this point on, on a legends he's, contract. Yeah, he's still with the company. He still does stuff too. Uh, the Ascension has been fucking burnt, buried so far deep. They're burnt, buried, and they were released as well. They weren't they released? They were released as well, weren't they? They weren't. They were released last year. Uh, and you know what? They they kind of before they did the whole like not road warriors gimmick. Like their original ascension gimmick was actually pretty interesting. It was. It was really I good. Wish I, I wish I had given that more time. Never forget that Shago Arrow was a part of the ascension. Oh, that's right. That's like that's all. That's deep cuts NXT. That's that's deep. That's that's FCW deep cuts. Okay. Huh? And so uh, Darren Young, Darren Young is uh, no longer, or Damian Sandow and Darren Young are no longer with the company as well. No, um, Darren Young isn't wrestling really much, is he? No, I seen him last year uh, during a Mega Ran concert. During yeah, we did. Time. That's yeah, I remember. That's right, we did. I forgot about that because we saw him at all, we saw him during All In too. Yeah, I don't remember when. Uh, and, uh, and then, I don't know what is Damon, what is Sando up to lately? Sando's in Impact. That's right. Last I remember, at least he's in Impact as um, Aaron Stevens or Aaron Rack. No, Aaron Stevens. No, Aaron Stevens. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we don't see much of Dudley Boys anymore. I know Bubba is in ROH. Bubba's ROH is Bully Ray, and he also does uh, that that um, news. That, sorry, that radio show. Uh, with Tommy Dreamer sometimes, and then yep. Devon is, I think Devon is still 
in the company. I think he's still working. I think he's working as either a producer or an agent. I don't remember. But uh, New Day actually had him recently on their podcast. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. I got to give it a listen. Not to promote any other podcasts, but got to give it a listen. I mean, they're going to get promotion without us regardless. This is true. But I think, uh, no, like it's so interesting because you always hear so much about Bubba Ray, but you never really hear so much about Devon. I think it's just interesting hearing his side of everything. Um, our second match of the night was well, the first Kevin official Ed- one for the for the pot for the pay per view. Correct. And this is a good way to open up a pay per view too. Yeah, it's Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens in the last men's standing match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. I remember Which- watching this and like like this is this one made me this match made me feel. Like the Intercontinental, Intercontinental Champion meant something. Yeah. Because it did. Um, and then this is also the uh, Intercontinental belt that's white and gold. The one that Cody Rhodes had brought back back in like 2012. So this Correct. is before they had changed it to the yeah to the more recent one. Doing his uh, smoke and mirrors gimmick. Yeah. Um, Dean Ambrose retained the championship. So, in a match that went just more. over 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dean Ambrose is now back to his Moxie moniker in AEW, and he's the current AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Um, and Owens is still in the company with WWE, and he seems pretty content in what he's doing. So, little rumor is uh, Kevin Owens is going to be revealed to be the leader of uh, Retribution. Really? Yeah. What is what is he retributing? I have no idea. It's it's WWE. They don't know what they're doing with retribution. I mean, I don't think they they knew to begin with, except that uh, you know they're they're Antifa, but they're not Antifa, but they're Antifa. <laughs> they're Antifa, but they're one limited to only one brand. Oh, I know, right? Because. You know, fucking anarchy, like is really brand, is brand loyal. Anarchy is really brand loyal to just raw. So do, do you think if they actually did that, they like they'd somehow make retribution like Team Raw, Team SmackDown, if they could? Uh, probably. They're like it's Survivor Series, and it's you know representing Team SmackDown as this person and this person and this person, and representing Team Raw as retribution. Like what? <laughs> That would it God don't let's not give Vince any ideas. Let's definitely not give Vince any ideas. That's interesting. I, I could see I could see a fatal so I could see a fatal four way survivor series match between Team SmackDown, Team Roth, NXT, and Retribution. I probably could mm, no, I could see like if they had did this right, and I know we're going off track, but just bear with us for a moment because this retribution thing is a fucking pile of dog shit. Um if we were not, if we were in pre-COVID times or if COVID hadn't been a thing, I could see, honestly, uh, Retribution kind of running rampant throughout all three bands. And that yeah. way for Survivor Series, you kind of have like an old, like you redo the invasion, but with Retribution acting as ECW, WCW. So you have a team of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT going up against Retribution. That, that would be dope. And then, you know, I mean, you wouldn't do it because it's Vince, but you have Retribution win. Yeah. 
But I mean, that's just our thought. But yeah, that's the first match. And already we've gotten so much good quality content out of it. Our second match was for the WWE Tag Team Championships. There was a new day, uh, Big E and Kofi Kingston uh, with Xavier Woods going, as the, going in as the champions against the Usos, Jimmy and Jey Uso. And this is like match four out of 400 that you've seen of these two teams. God, I've, I've thought about this as I was reading these matches. And how many times have we seen New Day versus Usos in the last eight years? So much, and like I kind of get it because like they even talk about again another podcast that they had talked that they had uh, on their podcast, another group that they had on their podcast. The New Day had Jimmy and Jay on their show, and they even talk about that. And it's just like, well, you know, we work best with each other. Like they work best with each other, and like they kind of like already knew what to expect, yeah. you know, out of each other. And they already, you know, um, but also like. Um, you know, with their characters evolving, it still works uh, most times. Like, especially with the New Day. Like, the New Day started off, obviously, as heels. And at this time, I don't think they were heels. I think Jimmy... No, they were the heels. Jimmy and Jay yeah, were, were the faces for this, yeah. Correct. And so, like, now, within the past two years, you know, the Usos kind of have their their heelish side. But, you know, they're able to adapt and evolve. And I like that. So the following match to that was for the WWE United States Championship. It was Kalisto versus Alberto Del, Del Rio. Um, Kalisto defeated Del Rio to gain the United States Championship. Yes, and this was a match that nobody, well, that everybody kind of really wanted for Kalisto to win because Kalisto is really underrated. He was. He is. He still is very, very underrated. He's a Chicago boy, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Little side note, he's a Chicago boy. So, it was a good match. Last 11 minutes. Can't really say too much about it. Um, then in our second to last match of the night, we had Charlotte Flair, who defeated Becky Lynch for the WWE Divas Championship. Uh, yeah. So, Ugh. I mean, so, oh, wait, just quick backtrack real quick. Um, obviously, Alberto Dorio is not with the WWE anymore, and I hope he fucking rots in prison. Um, yeah, Kalisto, that's right, he is in jail, yeah. Yeah. is still with WWE and Lucha House Party. In the Lucha House Party, which may or may not break up, who knows? They keep changing their mind every week. How's it real quick? So, yeah, Charlotte Flair is, both Charlotte Flair and Bucky Lynch are kind of, they're still with WWE, they're just not around at the moment. Becky, sorry, Becky Lynch is obviously uh, with child, so we're going to say it, but she is. And then Charlotte is taking some time off. So, but now, uh, Were you already tired of Charlotte and Becky by this time, or was it still fresh for you? I was tired of are you at this point? Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Charlotte Flair. I I love Becky Lynch, but I'm not a big fan of Charlotte Flair. That's um, even at this time, I wasn't a huge fan of Becky Lynch. 
like I don't know. I just it didn't click until the man thing started, or until she turned on, on Charlotte. Like yeah. it didn't it didn't really work for me. Um, and then obviously Ric Flair is still technically with the company. Oh no, he is with the company actually, um, just under a Legends contract. Now the Royal Rumble for this year was a bit different in a way. So uh, it was different. <laughs> the Royal Rumble this for twenty sixteen. Um, it wasn't for, you know, the number one contendership. Yeah, it was for the WWE championship at that, that, at that time. And like, uh, Roman wasn't champion, was he? He was like, champion. It, it, oh, I thought it was a vacant championship. No, he was champion. So ah. he was feuding with the authority at this point. Okay, then I just want to go ahead. Wait, no. Okay, yeah, there we go. That's right. Okay, because uh, I was about to apologize for talking shit about Lesnar being in the Rumble, but like he wasn't even defending the championship for this past Royal Rumble. Because like this makes sense, you know. You know, Roman has to be in the Rumble to defend his title because anybody can win in the Rumble. Fine, but like when Lesnar was in the Rumble, it wasn't even for the championship. It was for still the number one contendership of it. Yep. Oh my god. Yep, it makes no sense. So let's go through this list of 30 names and who eliminated them. So you had, or actually, we'll go by at the time they spent in the ring and who eliminated them. So Roman Reigns was your first entrance, uh, as came coming in as a champion. Lasted 59 minutes, 48 seconds, and was eliminated by Triple H. Uh, Roman Reigns is obviously still with the company. He's a badass heel right now. Actually, honestly, I think that we just go by the entrance that they came in, not even worry about who eliminated them, and we just go one by one by who's still with the company. That's fine. So next up is Rusev, who is no longer with the company. Oh, very and, much so. Oh, very, very, very much so. Uh, for those who don't know, he's, his real name is Miro, and it's Miro Day every day. Oh, yeah. It's so weird seeing Rusev, like, 2016 Rusev versus 2020 Rusev, because he was, like, kind of heavy set. Without the accent, too? Yeah, he had the long hair. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did have the long hair. Yeah, he, this is the whole, during the whole, uh... Was he still like, Russian? Yeah, he was still Russian. And then, uh, how much things change? Entrant number three was AJ Styles. It's and... hard to... No, I'm sorry. It's hard to believe that AJ Styles has only been in WWE since 2006. It feels like so much longer now. No, it actually feels so much shorter. For um, you, it's shorter. Uh, for for me, it feels like he hasn't really been in the company that long still. But then again, like again, like I I get my my ears mixed up, especially since WrestleMania doesn't have numbers per se anymore. Like, I get really confused. Um, so, like, for me, it feels like maybe just, like, a couple of years. But, yeah, like, 2016, AJ Styles, like, that was still, like, you know, Bullet Club was still, like, ver- like very much one of the hottest acts. This was still the rise of Kenny Omega. Um, you know, I mean, this was, yeah, because Kenny Omega wasn't that huge. This is, you know, when the cleaner was full effect with the Elite and everything like that. Um, 
you know, and the way they did his his um his debut, AJ Styles' debut in WWE. Well, first off, like you know, he can't use any of the themes that he's used in ROH and TNA. So, you know, they made one for himself. And I remember everybody thought got so confused because like it sounded very rappy and it also sounded like a gospel hymn. So everybody for yeah. some reason thought it was Jaw Rule. Yeah. Or I forgot what rapper they thought it was, but I was just like, really. Uh, but then also too, like you know, they do it on the Titan Tron, and if you know if you know his Titan Tron, it starts with "I am phenomenal," and they did that with the slow reveal. But instead of showing the Tron, they showed just Roman Reigns' face. Yeah. Because you know that's what Kevin Dunn does. Like he, with him and his fucking stupid ass camera cuts and whatever, like just decided on showing Roman Reigns' face instead of showing the reveal. Um, and so they, I mean, it was so bad that they had to upload a clip with the different footage to get the full reveal. It's just like, all right, cool. But no, yeah, nobody expect. I mean, like, you kind of expected it because a couple of weeks before the Rumble, uh, WWE on their own site put up a, an article about the possibility of AJ Styles going into WWE, even going so far as even mentioning the Bullet Club and New Japan. So... I don't know if they want. Yeah, the cocktails are strong. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I, I, I love I I loved everything about his his debut though. I loved how excited everybody was. Like that's I I can't remember um, a debut reaction that was so electric in the past like few years. Matt Cardona. No. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I was about to say, I, the only the only time I remember a big pop for Cardona was his, his win at WrestleMania. But so Tyler Breeze was our next entrant. Tyler um, Breeze is obviously still with the company. He's in NXT yeah. as one half of the NXT Tag Team Championships with um, Fandango. Next up was Curtis on Fandango. Next up was Curtis Axel. He's not with the company, right? He's no. he got. No, he got released. He got released. And then uh, following... Unfortunate. Following that was Chris Jericho, who is currently with AEW. He is Le Champion. He is the demo god. He is the million viewer man. He is whatever you want to call him. The pain maker. He is whatever you want to call him. He is the true man. He is Chris Jericho. I think we're, we're, we're my, my Chris Jericho stand is, is, is showing too much. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So following Chris Jericho is Kane. Who Kane is obviously still with the company. He's, he's a lifer. Yeah, he's a lifer. Uh, following that was Goldust, who is Dustin Reynolds, who, who is currently with, signed with AEW. Uh, he is one half of the Natural Nightmares tag team with, along with QT Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, following him was Ryback. Ryback is doing nothing except his podcast, which actually I hear is not that bad. And his drug it's... supplements. Yeah, that too. I hear he wants to get back in wrestling though. Eh, I could care less. You know what? I was I was actually on board with Ryback. Up until they like screwed him out of the title like two, three pay per views in a row, and I remember that's why like I really dislike CM Punk, like around that time. I could care less about Ryback. 
Yeah, homeboy's kind of weird. Yeah. Following Ryback was Kofi Kingston, who is still with the company but currently injured. Mm-hmm. Um, following Kofi Kingston was Titus Worldwide. Titus is with the company, correct? Yes, he's still with the company. Um, then after Titus O'Neil was our troop who came out with a ladder, thinking it was a money in the bank match. Oh, that's right. That's where this pay-per-view happened. Oh my god, that was comedy gold. Yeah. Uh, following our truth, our truth is obviously still with the company because yeah. he is like a sixty-time twenty-four-seven champion. Yeah, dude has more championships than Bruno San Martino. Yeah, he has uh, he has more championships than John Cena and Ric Flair. I mean, mind. it has a green it has a green strap, but still, it's a championship. Yep, championships a championship. Uh, Luke Harper was out next at number 13, who is currently Mr. Burley Lee in AEW. The leader of the Dark Order. The leader of the Dark Order and definitely not a uh, WWE parody of, at all. Oh, no. Totally not. Yep. After that, um, we have Stardust, who is um, obviously no longer with the company. Uh, Cody Rhodes is one of the EVPs of AEW, and the former first, well, he is the first TNT champion, but right now he's currently on the shelf while he does all this shit. Uh, following Stardust was Big Show. God knows what he's doing right now. Well, he was, he is still with the company, but he was also doing the Netflix show until it got canceled. Yeah. Um, then we had Neville. The bastard pop, oh, as we know him. Adrian Neville. Another first name. Because we can't have a hill named Adrian. Are you okay? They did do that to him. Why? I'm talking. Uh, yeah, Pac is um is with AEW, but unfortunately he's not wrestling right now. He's still in. Uh, he's still across the pond, over the seas, whatever the fuck you want to say. He's at home still because of travel restrictions uh, due to COVID. After Neville, we have Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is obviously still with the company. He was um, last the WWE champion, Universal champion, Universal champion, Universal champion. He's still a Universal champion. Uh, he just appeared on Raw Underground, so that's going to be fun. Kevin Owens, as we said, is still with the company. Um, then we had Dean Ambrose, who is still with the company, which is it's funny how the first two men in, you know, that started the show are in the match. Um, Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn is with the company and he is form is right now currently going back for his Intercontinental Championship, which he did not lose. Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan is now Eric Redbeard, and he is not with anybody right now. Actually, he's not with WWE. He was part of the releases that happened at the, the beginning of this pandemic, and uh, he we're just waiting to see what he does. Although he does have a T-shirt store, it actually looks pretty bomb. Yep. Uh, Mark Henry, as we said, is no longer, I mean, uh, sorry, is retired, but he is with the company still. Brock Lesnar is um, in the company. Uh, right now, he's on a hiatus a bit. Uh, Technically, he's a free deciding, agent. Te- what free agent, whatever. He's deciding whether he wants to keep play fighting or if he wants to go to UFC. Yep. And that's on him. Swagger is obviously still with the company. The Miz is with the company Swagger? as well. Sw- did, you, did I hear you say Swagger's with the company? I'm sorry. Jack Swagger is no longer with the company. 
He's with AEW. So is Dean Ambrose, by the way. I wanted to correct you on that real quick. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm going to these way too fast. Yeah, sorry. Yes, you are. Uh, um, Swagger isn't with the company. He's with the Inner Circle, and he's the silent big killer. Whatever. Yes. The Miz, uh, Miz is still with the company, and he's with yeah. John Morrison again. Yep. Um, Del Rio can fuck off in prison. Bray Wyatt is obviously still with the company. Um, yeah. He's doing the whole Fiend thing. This was when he was still doing his Kate Fear Bray Wyatt. No, I wouldn't even call it Kate Fear. That was FCW. This is just like fucking cult leader Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler still with the company, unfortunately. I mean, whatever. Still with the company. Sheamus, who is know. currently who's currently still with the company and making and making throwing beer all over Jeff Hardy in his free time. And trying to frame for, you know, drunk driving. This is this is this was pre the Mohawk, right? Correct. No, and then actually, obviously no, this, is, this is Mohawk era. Oh okay. Oh that's right. Okay, yeah, you're right. Oh that's right, because yeah, he came in and he screwed fucking Roman Reigns. And that's when everybody was like, You look stupid. I remember. Okay. Yeah. yeah you're right. Uh and then our winner and final entrant is Triple H, who is obviously very much with the company in full force. He runs NXT. He does all kinds of shit. Um, yeah, uh, that was the that was also another big surprise because nobody expected Hunter to be number thirty. I honestly believe that people were wanting Rollins, either Rollins or Ambrose, to be number thirty because they wanted to see, you know, the Shield kind of duke it out. It's so weird, like, just, as I was watching this, like, as I was watching this Royal Rumble and the people coming out one by one, because, like, Rusev was the first person, I was like, oh, yeah, he's, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, he's no longer with WWE, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I watch one, for sure, comes I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right, he's no longer with WWE, so I see uh-huh. Goldust pop up, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, he's no longer with WWE. Yeah, this match is full of a lot of people that kind of that you know that were released or left WWE by their own will and are with AEW or just not wrestling or just with a different company. And I think uh, we can say like the majority are with actually AEW. That's pretty accurate. So like going through this list, you got. And when I say uh, the majority, I mean the majority of the people that aren't in WWE are with AEW or like you know somewhere else. But the majority are with AEW. So eight of the uh, contestants, eight of the contenders for the Royal Rumble for 2016 are with, are with, uh, are with AEW. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's see. One. Do you remember when Curtis Axel and Ryback were uh, tag team and paired with Paul Heyman? Yeah. Cause that's they because they tried giving Axel the push. Yeah. Um, that was very short lived. Yeah, I remember. Cause yeah, um, Heyman was supposed to be a mouthpiece for Curtis Axel, but he was also supposed to be a mouthpiece for somebody else. I just don't remember who. Like they really were gonna try to, you know, use Heyman to build other people up for whatever reason. They just they were just like fuck it. Like you're just for Lesnar. Yeah, dude, just um, Lesnar, and that's it. Well, the current fit was CM Punk for a while. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, very, like he wasn't with many people. Oh, Cesaro. Remember they tried pairing him up with Cesaro? 
That's right. But like again, like they were just like, okay, well, this probably isn't gonna work, and like it wasn't even that long; it was like less than a month. So like the only like two high-profile people that Heyman's been with are uh, Punk and Lesnar, and who knows how long he's gonna be with Reigns. Which I mean, hopefully for a while. But I mean, Lord knows that when Lesnar comes back, um, he's probably gonna go with Lesnar. But what I would like to see is when Lesnar does come back, is they have this whole you know, Reigns versus Lesnar, you know, trying to decide who the fuck Heyman's representing, but then obviously Reigns just, you know, kicks the hell out of uh, Lesnar. Because I just really want to see, I'm so tired of this whole, like, Lesnar is immortal shit. Oh my. The whole, like, when he beat Kofi for the title, that just, like, I was already tired of him, but that, I'm just, I was just uh, automatically done with him. Cause like they didn't have to do Kofi like that. Yeah, they they massacred my boy. Do that. It's it's so sad because we're pulling up to the one year anniversary of it too. We are, and we are going to cover uh, the one year anniversary of SmackDown on Fox, but we're also going to cover the anniversary of our podcast of uh, the Natural Disasters of Wrestling by covering um, AW Dynamite. We are uh, coming. We're gonna, we we're gonna give ourselves second. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we're gonna give ourselves secondhand embarrassment, and we're gonna go back and listen to our first podcast because. Oh God. Let's not do that to ourselves. Nope, we're gonna do it because we're masochists. Mm-hmm. Because when we get pain, because when we say we get pain, we say thank you, Daddy. May I have another. Oh man, yeah, we're coming up on one our one year anniversary. Um, I would really, 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 really love some suggestions for you guys for a one-year anniversary. Yeah, uh, before we recorded this podcast, we went on Facebook and we asked you, the listener, to give us input on uh, the pay-per-view or stuff that you wanted to ask questions about, uh, you know, as far as what we thought, and none of you answered, so um, fuck you all, and... Fucking uh, yeah! Please put up some some suggestions of what you'd like us to talk about as we come up on the one year, or just any opinions at all. If you want to talk about cats, we can talk about cats. If you want to talk about your grandmother's hip, uh, we can do that too. Uh, but respond, or else, you know, we're just gonna keep talking bullshit. Like you're gonna have to just so you're just gonna have to sit and bear through what we talk about and. We know our girlfriends are tired of it, so we don't want to do that to them. We don't want to do it to you like we make them do it for us. I mean, I don't mind talking about myself and bullshitting about myself a bit. I love talking about myself. Yeah, but I I mean, there's only so much of us that we can talk about. This is true. This is very, very true. Um, Yeah, so... Overall, like, this was a pretty dope pay-per-view. Like, it's worth me to say. This was actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. This is, like, one of the last, like, Royal Rumbles that was actually pretty good all the way through. Yeah. Like, so weird to see a good WWE pay-per-view. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I want... I want WWE to be good again. 
That's all I want. Think WWE great again? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be. I mean, like we've seen. I'm not gonna say rise and fall, but we've seen WWE go through um, phases. You know, this is very. This is very reminiscent of the early 2010s phase of WWE that I didn't necessarily care for with the weird storylines, the weird factions, the weird uh, music because they don't want to spend money on, you know, good music. Um, so I, I am perfectly content with uh, waiting on something and watching something else, watching AEW, watching the indies, watching, uh, you know, anything else and then waiting for WWE to get better. Uh, but WWE does have its good moments. Let's let's give them that. Like the the Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville storyline was really good this summer. Um, what they're doing with Roman Reigns now, while it's only been a couple weeks, it's actually pretty decent. Um, and that's I mean that's kind of about it. The Fiend, at m- most points, is actually pretty pretty good. So not all of it's bad, but it's going to be a while until we're just like, okay, the only one or, one or two of these things was bad. Everything else is tolerable. Like it's going to be a while for that. And, you know, who's to say what has to happen until we get to that point. But I mean, there's other shit to watch while you wait. Yep. So, yep. So with that being said, uh, I think this is a show. Where can our good listeners find you at? Um, I am at pending257 on Twitter, and of course, our Twitter, uh, our podcast Twitter and Facebook at TNDW Podcast. Um, and then next week, um, I will actually put up a poll this week of what we should cover. Um, so please be on the lookout for that. We're gonna, I'm gonna put it up um, probably on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then, Donald, um, where can they find you? You could find me on Twitter at ELDONBRUJO. You could also follow me. On the on the other that on the TNDW podcast at Twitter as well as Facebook. Um, also remember, if you guys like our show and want to help chip in and donate, uh, I promise you we only use your money for crack and horse. Crack and horse. Crack and whores. Oh, I was just like, what are you doing with horses? I mean, anyways, uh, wow. Yes, um, I, you, I, will put, I will put all the white stuff up my nose if you sponsor us. I'm not actually, no. We have servers and stuff and things to buy for the podcast to make this better, to make this easier on your ears and your eyes. So you can add, you, you can subscribe. You can put some money down for us. You can... Uh, Put some money down on us. Check it out. Check that out. You can openly throw dollar bills at me if you if that makes it more fun for you. I am down. Just let me know. So, but uh, just like uh, the end of Jordan Jordan Grace's, I mean not Jordan Grace's. I'm sorry. Just like the end of Tessa Blanchard's run in Impact. Would you call this a show? <laughs> I say it's a fucking disaster. <laughs>